It's November 4th. The election was yesterday. The election continues into today. The election will continue tomorrow, the day after tomorrow, the day after the day after tomorrow, and in perpetuity. This is our lives, and we're going to live it forever now. Um, there's so much to talk about, and I just want to set the table. Let me just set the table with you guys right now. I am going to try to take a bit of a light tone today with all of this. I try to give you the news in, in an easily digestible, somewhat pleasant format, but I'm really gonna double down on that today because first off, despite all of the insanity, and there is a hell of a lot of insanity, I am feeling pretty good about things, uh, perhaps more than anything else, that so many people actually took part in the process. So many people care, and sure, there's a lot of people that are trying to manipulate that process right now, and we got major problems ahead, but we also got it out of the way. And even though it's still here, it's still sitting with us, it's like we did finish the voting part, at least for now, and I think that that's kind of good. And life goes on, and you're not gonna believe this, people, but I also do think about other things besides politics, and I, I suppose and I hope that you do as well, and there are more important things out there, but this is obviously important. Uh, everyone's sort of going bananas. We've got the charts the updated charts here, we're gonna show them to you. And then I was scribbling down some things right before we started. I tried to beat myself at tic-tac-toe, could not do it. I cannot beat myself at tic-tac-toe, amazing, right? So look, you know, we're, I don't have the fake glasses today uh, because I'm just, I'm just going straight to you. Uh, but we're gonna talk about a lot of stuff, uh, including a video that I'll get to in a second where I kind of predicted the whole, the whole damn thing. Uh, but before we do that, guys, are you looking for a new protein bar that tastes like candy? Well, I've got one for you. I've got the brand for you, and it's in my hand right now. Built Bars are super tasty and come in 18 amazing flavors. My personal favorite is right here. It's the cookies and cream. Built Bars are covered in 100% chocolate and include both nut and nut-free flavors and are soft and easy to chew. With the holidays just around the corner, it's easy to slip up, which is why Built Bars are the perfect alternative to the pie for the health conscious guy. How about that for a rhyme? I can actually lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Built Bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and high fiber. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code RUBIN and you'll get 20% off your first order. Use promo code RUBIN for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Good for bars, Built Go or Built Boost. And now back to me. All right, so, I think the main takeaway, no matter what happens right now, is the pollsters and the mainstream media and the media elite and the New York Times and the networks, that they're all wrong and we really should stop listening to them. As I said last night, I don't wanna put these people in jail, I don't wanna put them in gulags. Well, I can't say I don't want to, but I don't plan on doing it. Uh, no, I don't want to do that and that is not the American way to jail your political <laughs> opponents at least for now, um, but some people need to be ignored. The people who for weeks have been telling us that this thing was gonna be a blowout and the margins were bigger than last time and they got it all wrong last time, but this time they weren't getting it wrong and all of these things, they got everything wrong again because this is way closer. As a matter of fact, Trump might win. I still think that's quite likely. Um, so it's way closer. And even the little things about minorities and things, things that they said could never happen actually did happen. 
So we're gonna unpack some of the numbers and we'll get into all that and I'll give you the, I'll give you the latest updates. Uh, but I wanna throw to a clip of something that I did on Monday with Glenn Beck. I was on Glenn Beck's podcast for about an hour dissecting everything that we thought could happen, would and could happen in the election. And Glenn asked me about what could happen on election night if it was getting kind of close. And uh, dare I pat myself on the back, but let's go to the video. Well, there's so many ways to think about this that some of them I don't even wanna voice because I don't wanna even add, add energy to it. But one of the ones that I've been thinking about is what happens if on election night, the powers that be at ABC, CBS, NBC, CNN, et cetera. Let's say things are really coming in close, but in the old days where it was like, oh, it's it's three points, that actually is a lot, three points towards Trump, you call it. You, you call it, we've done our due diligence, you call it. Well, what if they're, I'm not saying they're sitting in a room, in a dark room with evil laughter necessarily, but the idea being that most of these people obviously are Democrats, they're media elite, they, they don't want to give up their power why wouldn't they be on the phone going, you know what, we're actually just not gonna call Florida. Yeah, it's three points on Trump, but we're not gonna really say that, or, some, or we're just not gonna call it. And then ABC doesn't call it, then NBC doesn't call it, then CNN doesn't call it. So I'm worried about that layer. It's, it's not just voter fraud in terms of the numbers. Oh, yeah. It's actually the numbers translating into what the media will then communicate with us. I'm actually more worried about that. So we, we, man, it is gonna be a crazy week. The guy you're listening to right there is Dave Rubin, election prediction expert extraordinaire. Yeah, I don't have the fancy numbers and a team of data scientists and all of that stuff that Nate Silver over at 538 uh, has. Did you see that guy on ABC last night? My God, he looked like he got hit by a truck. These people, just you keep getting everything wrong and for some reason, the pundit class keeps going back to you guys. But in essence, what I said there was that if this thing was close, what would stop the networks and the machinery from calling it if it wasn't going in the way that it wanted? Now, I'm not officially saying that's exactly what happened here, okay? But you can't say it's not sort of in the realm of what is true and certainly in the ballpark of what is possible. So I was on live with the Daily Wire guys, and I was on at about 5.30 p.m. That was, so that's Pacific time, so about 8.30 p.m. Eastern. And at that time, it was still very up in the air. There was no sense it was going either way. It was all sort of shaking out the way it was supposed to. By about 7.30 Pacific, so now this is about uh, 10.30 Eastern time, suddenly there was real momentum. Like tr the Trump thing was starting to work. It was starting to work and there was a real feeling like, holy cow, this really is happening. And then suddenly it looked like Michigan and Wisconsin and Georgia and Pennsylvania, it looked like they were all gonna go Trump. And then by about 8.30 or so, I did my live, no, I did my live stream here at about 8.30 uh, Pacific. So by about 9.30 Pacific, suddenly the voting just seemed to have stopped in all of these places. I didn't know that that was a thing. Suddenly people had to go home. They couldn't count votes anymore. This is the most important election of a generation, of a lifetime ever. Uh, people have got to take naps also. Um, it all got very bizarre that it seemed to all happen at the exact same time. And then I think it was at about 11 p.m. Pacific, Joe Biden came out, gave about a four minute speech. He stumbled and bumbled, made a really weird remark at the end, got a little confused as to who the governor of Delaware was. Uh, and then and then left the stage. And then Trump came out about a half hour later and in essence said, we won, 
Um, and you got to, he made a mistake. So here's what, this is, this is one of the things that where Trump and language get a little screwy and then you, you throw in a dishonest media and you have a problem. Trump in essence said, you don't go ahead and count more votes. Now what he meant, and I, I, I would bet anything on this, what he meant was you don't count votes that shouldn't count. Not that you shouldn't continue counting all of the legitimate votes, but that's sort of like a Trump sort of, you know, he makes these broad statements and then you have to whittle it into something. But I could see someone watching this right now. I could see one of you watching this right now and say, Dave, don't give him the leash on that. That It seems to me that that's what he was saying. I don't think that the president of the United States was saying don't count legitimate votes. But I saw a million people in the media saying the fascist has arrived. He doesn't want us to finish the election and everything else. Um, now, the problem is that many of these states, uh, Michigan, Pennsylvania, a couple of the others, they've got Democratic governors. Now, that means that they have Democratic administrations that most likely the machinery in those states probably want Biden to win. That's exactly what I was talking about with Glenn Beck on Monday, that a conspiracy isn't just, you know, it's not just the, the evil guys in the Simpsons laughing in the room, you know, it's not just that but that it sort of moves and morphs and kind of happens in real time. And suddenly as they, it seems that as they kind of realized that Trump really was gonna win and the numbers weren't looking good, well then suddenly they just started shutting down these states as if that's something that we do on election night. I mean, that, that isn't something we do, but I do know we live in a time with, with no rules, so I suppose anything is possible. So I wanna give you guys a, a quick update and then we'll talk a little bit about the media coverage as well. Uh, as of right now, Trump is up by about 500,000 in Pennsylvania. So that looks pretty, pretty solid. Apparently they have to vote, they have to do some counting in the Philadelphia area. That could go more blue. You know, big cities tend to go more blue, but the chances that they make up 500, probably not great. That's with 66% in. In Michigan, Biden is up 50, which is pretty negligible at 96% in. So that clearly could go either way but Biden technically is in the lead. Biden's up 20,000 in Wisconsin, which is absolutely nothing. And I'm pretty sure that the Trump administration has already said they're gonna demand a recount there. That's with 95% in. And then the other two big ones at the moment, uh, Trump is up by 80,000 votes in Georgia. Not a tremendous amount, uh, but that's with 95% in. And Trump is up 80,000 votes as well with 94% in, in North Carolina. So that's kind of where we stand at the moment. And if, if the recounts are happening right now and there are no shenanigans, then hopefully we will have some answers. I mean, nobody wants this thing. Well, let me not say nobody. Most people don't want this thing to last past today, right? Um, I think most people wanted it to wrap up last night. And, and let me just be very clear on this. If the numbers had come back and it was clear that Joe Biden had won, well, you guys know I wanted Trump to win and I still want Trump to win, right? I think that is the... I think he is the leader for this time, this bizarre time we lead in. He is, uh, we live in. He is the guy that can lead us most effectively. Uh, if you care about the things that I care about, so I'm I'm putting my cards on the table here, right? I'm not I'm not hiding behind anything like everyone on network news does, if, as if they have no opinions about any of these things. Meanwhile, you know, I'm watching ABC News last night, and it's anchored by, I keep telling you this, George Stephanopoulos, former Clinton staffer, and who's he sitting next to? but uh, Rahm Emanuel, former Clinton staffer, and then they've got all Democrats around him. And then Chris Christie's there. Now he's a big guy, so maybe he counts as a couple of Republicans, but it's like, in essence, you, you got he liked that one. Michael liked that one. Um, so, okay, so I'm putting my cards on the table. So I'm telling you, I, I do want Trump to win, but if the numbers came back and it was an obvious Biden win, 
then I would have absolutely accepted that, accepted that last night. And then I would have had to do an autopsy on what I talk about here. And maybe did I see something wrong or whatever. But in essence, the things that I've been talking about here, this election, because of the really high numbers for Trump, um, in essence, this is, this is a win for the future of the Republican Party, I think, either way, because they started to get more diverse, which we'll get into in a minute, and, and the numbers really did go up. So, so that is good. But here's the question now, it's, it's what I said to Glenn. How do we trust the machine right now? Like you watching this right now, do you trust the machine? Do you trust that Philadelphia, which is in Pennsylvania, obviously, that those people there, Democratic run Philadelphia, in a Democratic run state, by a attorney general, with an attorney general, this Shapiro guy, not, not Ben Shapiro, different Shapiro, that's the good Shapiro, this is the bad Shapiro, who literally said days ago, and we, we talked about it the other day, uh, that, that Biden will win Pennsylvania. That's what he said before election day. That's what the attorney general of Pennsylvania said. So do you trust the machinery, meaning the, the machinery, the political machinery of Pennsylvania, which happens to be democratic, do you trust them to, to actually count the votes honestly if they feel like they can actually flip the election, which they potentially have the power to do? And then do you, at the secondary level, do you trust what I was talking about with Glenn? Do you trust the media elites who all want this guy out? Do you trust them to do the right thing? As I said before, it's not a conspiracy to say, I don't think these people are fully trustworthy. I don't think that's a conspiracy theory, right? So if you're, if you're out there right now and, and you're confused and you're not totally sure who to trust and you think the system's a little whacked, you're, you're, that means you're, you're kind of thinking right now. Like everybody else that's just like, get me the numbers and I want the numbers and the numbers better be what I want them to be and that's how it's gonna be. And it's like, come on, man, like that, that's not what we're doing here. You see what I just, I just did a Biden, right? Come on, man. That was my Biden impression right there. Um, so I think that that sort of trust level is, is a huge problem that we've got right now. And I don't know how we get past it. So my hope, here's my hope right now. My hope is that out of the, the states that I just read off to you, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Georgia, and North Carolina, if we can get results that, that are tangible results uh, from those states, then we can probably declare a winner today. It doesn't sound like it's gonna happen. I mean, even you could even see on ABC, especially last night, the entire time they were teasing, oh, we're gonna need a week for this, we're gonna need a week for this. And the thing is, you guys know this, remember, two weeks to flatten the curve. That's what the, the establishment told us back in March about COVID. Now we're eight months later, right? So when they tell you, oh, we need a week to figure this out, well, before you know it, it's six months. Before you know it, we're fighting this thing out in the Supreme Court right before the new president or the, the returning president is supposed to be sworn in on January 20th. So we got, a, we got a big set of problems. But in essence, I think what Trump did last night was he basically drew a line in the sand. He said, first off, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fight. I, he said, we're winning in these key states. We've got these numbers here. We think we're gonna win them. And by the way, that's what Biden said too. So they're both in essence saying the same thing. We're losing here, we're winning here, but we think we're gonna win, we think we're gonna win. Okay, that's fine, that's just politics. But, but what in essence Trump said, he did say the F word, right? He said, he said the fraud word. So that's number one. Um, but he also basically drew a line in the sand and made it clear that if they feel that there are shenanigans, and that's a legitimate fear, that is not calling the election into question, that is a legitimate fear, 
uh, well, then in that case, that then they'll go to the courts. Now, do we want this thing going to the courts? If I mean, if this thing goes to the courts, that means it's worked its way through the system. The states have made decisions. We're not totally sure if those decisions were right. And then we got to get this thing all the way to the Supreme Court, knowing that Trump put in three of these people, knowing how contentious that is. I mean, maybe it feels like it's all just supposed to go that way because because the energy of the universe or something is just is just dragging us that way. But but I hope that is not what happens. I hope that maybe there are some elected officials in these states who care about getting it right more than getting their guy in. And you know, you can't be bringing in votes that weren't postmarked by election day and you can't be doing all of this random stuff. You know, there was this there was this uh, image going around Twitter this morning of apparently 100,000 extra votes that magically appeared in Michigan for Biden overnight. So meaning Biden's number went up by 100,000 from the time they stopped counting until the morning, but Trump's didn't move. Now that's mathematically impossible. It is literally impossible. And I'm not using the word literally figuratively, I'm using it literally, that uh, Biden or Trump, but in this case Biden, could get 100,000 votes with the competitor getting zero votes. Now they're saying that somebody actually made a mistake and they forgot to put a one in there and it's closer to like 15,000 votes for Biden, not, not 100,000. But like this sort of stuff is what we're just gonna keep hearing more of. And, and the unfortunate part is it makes people worry. It makes people go, man, is the system strong enough to, to withstand this stuff? Is it, is it trustworthy enough? I don't know exactly what the answer is. I, I don't think anyone knows exactly what the answer is. And, and I certainly don't think that anyone watching mainstream media is gonna get anything sane. I mean, whatever you do, I hope you give me a couple minutes of your day, right? Like that, that's wonderful and, and this thing's really growing and I guess I've carved out a nice little space in that. Um, but you should not be sitting at home. You know, we're all sitting at home because of these stupid lockdowns. You should not have CNN on all day. And I don't even mean that just to make fun of CNN. It's easy to make fun of CNN. You shouldn't have any of these channels on all day waiting every minute for the breaking news of this uh, state operative said that, 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 that oh, and he forgot to carry the wand and this guy's going there and they postmark this, like it will make you crazy. So try not to do it. I don't know if you come here for life advice, but try not to do it. I don't even have cable anymore. So we don't keep those channels on. Um, but, but if you wanna be engaged in this, it's like, yeah, you can check in every couple hours, flip through Twitter, see what's on your Facebook feed and the rest of it so that you're aware of what's happening. But, but don't be sucked in at that level. The idea that we're all trapped at home now and then we're watching all of this stuff more and it's designed to make us all crazy and, and make us hyper-partisan and everything else, it's, it's, it's kind of dangerous. Um, all right, so let's, let's step away though from like the specifics of what happened because it's gonna keep unfolding and I promise you I will, I will do my best to communicate whatever the truth is to you whether I like it or not. Uh, I wanna move on to, uh, to two stories here that have to do with race because it turns out that in a lot of the exit polls, and, and I'm not a huge fan of exit polls, the idea that someone walks out after voting and there's an exit pollster there and they ask them you know, what, who they voted for and what are the issues they care about, and whatever. It's like if someone approached me as I walked out of the booth the other day, I would have been like, Go F yourself, like I, I don't need to talk to you, you know what I mean, like it's my business, that's it, and I'm a, I'm a public person in, in this regard. Um, so I don't like the idea of it, and we know that people mess with, with pollsters, Scott Adams has talked a lot about this, how especially Trump people, you know, you're, you're kind of closeted about your Trump support, depending on where you live. You're not gonna just walk out of the thing 
and then just like tell a random person what you think about everything. Um, but the but from the exit polls, it does seem uh, that there was a real minority shift, and now we're seeing this in actual voting numbers that are coming out now, that there was a real shift in, in the minority vote. Uh, but that is very unfortunate for the people that trade in race all day long. And in essence, this is really what the, the lefty establishment does. It's pretty much all they've got. So Joy Reid, who is a host on MSNBC, who is not a good person, I'm sorry. She's just not. She has written a lot of anti- gay stuff from years ago that apparently was hacked into her computer and then everyone just dropped it because she's a lefty, but if she was on the right, she would have been canceled. Um, she's, she's sort of the worst kind of partisan thing and trades in just making it seem like everyone is racist. Well, watch this clip from Joy Reid on MSNBC last night. But if somehow they managed to stumble into the Supreme Court, do any of you guys trust Uncle Clarence and Amy Coney Barrett and those guys to actually follow the letter of the law? No. I mean, it is a completely politicized Supreme Court. You want to know what modern racism is, guys? That. There are no people out there that don't think black people should be allowed to use the same water fountains. Everyone believes that. Virtually everyone in the United States wants equality and doesn't care what your skin color is and doesn't care what your gender is and in, in most cases doesn't even care what your sexuality is, okay? That is a fact. That doesn't mean that there aren't fringe weirdos that don't think those things, but they have no power. That is a host of a 24-hour cable news network using a slur, okay? Using a slur, Uncle Clarence. You see what she's getting at there, right? It start, it's a name that starts with a T, that's three letters, that if I say, if I say the phrase Uncle blank, if I say it, we know that this video automatically gets demonetized. Auto, automatically, the, the way the system works, they'll find me saying it, they will demonetize it, and I don't even care about the money, but what that will then do is hurt it in the algorithm and then less people will see it. She just used a racial slur. Imagine, imagine if a conservative did what she just did. Media matters and all of these lefty loonies would be calling for whoever's head it is. But somehow the anti-racists, the anti-racists of the left are actually allowed to be the most racist towards black people. So Joy Reid, if you are watching this, you are a racist. You're a genuine racist. You are a modern racist and good luck with that. And I have no doubt that you'll continue at MSNBC, but of course, Joy Reid is not the only modern racist. Uh, Jamel Hill, who you may remember, she was uh, at ESPN and then went crazy woke on him. Well, she tweeted this. If Trump wins re-election, it's on white people, no one else. White people, no one else. Well, now, first off, Jamel, um, white people are entitled to their opinions. White people are allowed to vote for whoever their conscience dictates, just like black people and Asian people and all other people. Everyone's allowed to vote for who they think. Now, the funny thing, of course, of what she said here, and, and she's one of the prime purveyors of just trading in race all day long. She's become super successful in the most patriarchal, racist society ever. I saw her once in the, in, at LAX airport, and she was walking with Michael Jordan not Michael Jordan, Chicago Bulls, Michael Jordan, the actor, Michael B. Jordan, who played Creed, right? And they were walking together and he's, you know, pimped out in his fancy outfit and she's in some crazy outfit with these furry shoes and like the furry shoes were clearly a lot of dough. So she's doing okay in this deeply racist state. I don't have furry shoes. 
I don't want furry shoes, but I wouldn't even know where to get furry shoes. The point is, uh, she's doing okay here, but they trade in racism that no longer exists. But don't even take my for it, word for it. Let's look at some of the numbers because they're actually pretty fascinating. And you're not gonna believe this, guys. Let's pull up the numbers. Donald Trump, you know, Mr. Mr. Hitler, Nazi, white supremacist, Donald Trump, he just got the highest share of the non-white vote for the Republicans since 1960. So if you just quickly run through these numbers, in 1960, they got 32% of non-white voters. And then it's been pretty messy and depressing since then. Uh, it bottomed out four years later. It went from 32% to 6%. I mean, that's, that's actually incredible. And then it was sort of 12 and 13, 15, 10, 13, 18, a little higher, 11, 12, 9, 17, 10, 11. And then in 2016, okay, and this is Trump's first time around, it actually went up a bit, right? So we went up 10 points, okay, in 2016. And then it went up another, at least it's preliminary at the moment, but it went up another five points. So that means in the two elections that Donald Trump has taken place in, 2016 and 2020, that means that non-white vote for the Republicans has actually gone up 15%. That is pretty amazing. And it makes you think that no, these people aren't all uncle whatever, and that the election of Donald Trump the first time and potentially the second time isn't just on white people. But if you wanna just live in your depressed reality, then I suppose you can go ahead and do it. Um, okay guys, so I I'm gonna jump for now. Uh, there's obviously a lot going on. I got a couple other podcasts that I'm doing. And it's obviously gonna be a bit of a haywire week. We're gonna be going five days a week here for a while. You know, Originally when I started doing this direct message thing, we said three days a week, Tuesday through Thursday, uh, but there's obviously so much going on and the reaction's been so fantastic and I'm actually loving doing this. And I think we're, we're doing something important throughout the chaos that uh, we're gonna do it five days a week. And if things really break today, I'll, I'll come back and we'll do another live stream and all that. As always, if you wanna communicate with me directly, join us at rubenreport dot com, which by the way, I put out a link to rubenreport.com today on Twitter and Twitter was warning people that, uh, that it could be a fraudulent website uh, and that it may be giving fake news, something to that effect. I, I tweeted the, the screenshot of that. Um, so, you know, our big tech overlords, they're always up to something. Anyway, uh, stay calm. We're, we're going to get through this thing one way or another. And, and I, I still, I'm, I'm feeling confident. I'm feeling good about everything. And even if, even if it doesn't go the way I want it to go, if, if we get through this in an honest, sensible way, and that's a big if, then everything, everything will be okay. And if not, let's build a bunker or let's build a rocket and let's get the hell out of here. So we've got options, okay? Have a good day, everybody.